And I think that's the first question is, where are you limiting yourself? Now, that's a hard question to answer. And I and, and, and clients often, when I've asked that question, they're like, oh, I don't know. And then we work through that. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever, whenever you are. I hope it's good. Welcome to episode two of the Clear Mind Academy podcast, Life and Transitions with Claire McKenzie. I am your host, Jay Welsh, and I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to what we have to say. Today, we talk to Claire about how she works with people who are wanting to make that transition in their life or in their career, and we get a bit of an insight into what life might be like for someone who is looking to do that. So without any further ado, let's get started. Claire, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, how are you doing? I'm really well, thank you. And thank you for inviting me. No problem at all. And I'm really excited to be here. So for the for the listeners who, who might not um, have heard of you before, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Mm, sure. Yeah, I'm Claire McKenzie. Uh, I uh, have my own business, Claire McKenzie Coaching. Um, I, I offer career coaching for mid to late career professionals um, who perhaps are in um, a place of transition who are in a in a job where they're not happy anymore where they feel drained of energy they're unfulfilled um, they may want more flexibility more freedom or they want to completely pivot their career uh, or change direction um, and that's and I help them to find work that they love and and create a life they want. I love that because I think so many people as well, when, once they've once they found a career, they think that's what they need to do now, stick with it for, for mm-hmm. as, as long as they can. Um, and I think that the the option of, well, actually, this isn't your only option. You know, you can, at some point, you can make a decision if it's right for you. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's such an important message to send because so many people feel like they're stuck and think, well, this is just the way that it is. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, how how would you say that people would... <clears throat> would recognize when it's the right time for them to make a transition oh it's a, it's a really great question and and just slightly to go back is you know one of the book yeah you'd ask me not what three books do i recommend and yeah. actually one of the books that i absolutely love which is kind of is related to this is a book called transitions it's very old it's by somebody called william bridges it's about making sense of life's changes so you know we are constantly going through transitions in our life and in our work and uh, to your point is when do you know? Um, you know, at different stages of our career and our lives, we we the transitions change. So you know, you leave university, it's about getting your first job. It could be then buying your first house. It might be having a first relationship, breaking up. You know, it goes on and on. There are constant constantly points in your life where you're going through a transition. I guess from a work perspective. Um, depending again where you are on your career journey it may there may be some very similar symptoms as it were but it might just be you know the place you're in right in in that moment in that phase uh is that just really that sense of uh that you're not happy that Mm -hmm. perhaps it's um it doesn't feel right that mm-hmm. that you know, I, I've often sort of thought about this as a kind of a, a, a you know a square peg in a round hole, or you, you know that there's you have shared beliefs when you work for a company and you start with that company because you have you know you, you share the beliefs of the company and you share the values, um, and as you go along, there there comes a point sometimes where you 
start to feel that you that's not working for you anymore that you don't share the same values there's there's something something's happened in the company could be anything could be a change of ceo change of line manager change of you know the company's mm -hmm. moved somewhere and and you you feel that you no longer fit there's no that no longer that sense of belonging and when you hit that point that might be a, a signal that you're ready to to move uh, and and think about changing career and it doesn't necessarily have to be changing career complete transition it could be staying in the same company but doing something else just explore so, yeah. exploring other options uh, yeah yeah so yeah. i think the the message there because i think a lot of people um will will definitely uh have probably felt that way at some point in time but but thought that there aren't any other options so i think it's you know for for you it's the would you mm. say that you help help them to explore or, or help them to sort of mm -hmm. um to to say no this is how i'm feeling and know what to do about it yeah yeah i help them to um i guess dig into what are those feelings what is what is actually going on for them um what is what is coming up for them what is it they what is it they really want to do instead um what is it that's missing mm -hmm. um and 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 coaching with with clients it's to um I, I like to bring them back to, you know, so what are your values? What are the things that you love to do? What are the things that are missing from your life at the moment that you would really like more of in your life and, and in your career? Um, yeah, I guess it, it it's helping them to, giving them that space essentially to, to, um, to kind of just yeah, just be that sounding board to just say all the things that they've been thinking in their head, but they haven't got that person that that can that they can talk to about it. Yeah, uh, and I think that is the power of coaching is that you're giving people that space and then replaying what they've just said. Often, you know, we don't hear what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Often, we don't realise that there are often the themes that are coming through all the time, and and working with a coach allows them to hear it back you know from from a an sort of objective feedback um and and to understand perhaps where um you know values are not being honored uh, or where a strength is not being utilized and and help them to i guess just repackage it and and help them to transition into into something else i like that yeah because I think it's it's always interesting because when people, for me, it's a it's a kind of step by step, isn't it? It's that it's uh, accepting how you feel and then speaking speaking aloud and kind of putting that out into the universe, but then understanding what you're saying. And I think yeah. that's what a lot of yeah. people find difficult. I think maybe from a, well from from my experience with a lot of my clients, they almost feel like they're not allowed to feel that way. So if they ever say it out loud, it's um, they expect that it's going to kind of be shut down whereas yeah you know for coaches like yourself it's to say well no hang on let's listen to that let's work with that and yeah. see what that means for you yeah. and where that would go but i'll be right yeah. in saying that yeah i i think yeah absolutely yeah it's interesting because you've just sort of taken me back to to somebody i was speaking to last night uh and i asked them a question you know about um they they had done uh, my confidence challenge and they said they found it difficult they'd found some of the questions difficult and i said what was so what was difficult about it and they said 
I don't know. I said, you know, what? They said, oh, I don't know. Maybe I need to go away and reflect on that. And I said, well, okay. What's the question that you'd ask yourself? What's the reflection question? And they said, um, what is it I'm afraid of finding out? And I thought it was really interesting. And that and it's is. it's just really what you're you know what you're saying is is that um, yeah sometimes it's that fit it's almost a fear of what what I'm actually gonna say and mm-hmm. and and really you know and, and that's the uncomfortable we were talking before about that comfort zone you know when we stay in that comfort zone we may not like what's happening in there but it's easy because it doesn't it's not too many ripples as you know i sort of i liken it to like a path you know that's it's a flat smooth path it's mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's it's not what you want you know necessarily the minute you step off onto the onto the gravelly bits with stones and you know and potholes that all it's all super uncomfortable so we don't do it yeah. um and uh yeah i think you know what i was hearing in that moment was somebody who uh yeah was was open and ready to go into that space but was was found that difficult there was yeah. some resistance there yeah but i think that happens a lot you know funny, so I, was, I was watching your uh your youtube video the uh unlock your purpose and dis- and rediscover your career potential yeah which i have yeah. to say there's a lot of brilliant things in it. i really enjoyed it and one of the oh, things that you. quite similar to what you just said there that when we're talking about uh life purpose which we'll get to in a moment but when you said it's not a destination it's a path and mm. and i really like that because it, a lot of people i think will assume that the the best way to to get there is um the 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 shortest route possible or the quickest route mm. but i think a lot of the time you're exactly right it's about being comfortable with the uncomfortable and seeing mm. what happens within that because that's where um you know what we were saying before, uh, before the call mm. actually that a lot of your ideas they don't come in the business meetings when they need to happen they, they come when you're out on a walk or those mm. and that's where you you give yourself the opportunity to discover uh you know new new routes that you may want to go in life yeah um, yeah so if you don't mind life purpose because that's definitely something that um you spoke a lot about yeah do you, yeah sorry, yeah sorry no no go on please carry on I, I, was, I was gonna say do you do you feel like uh with your clients that maybe what happens is that that sense of unhappiness is that they might be getting to a stage in their life where they're starting to think about their life purpose and not quite mm-hmm. they might they may not be sure what it is or, or how to get mm-hmm. there but what they do know is that their job isn't helping them to get there mm. yeah yeah absolutely and and i coach um mostly coach people who are uh, sort of early to late 50s mm-hmm. so so that uh, sort of mid and uh, well, sort of later a later phase of their career mm-hmm. um and yeah have have been um perhaps parents and now have grown up children um uh, or have been doing a job for you know 20 same job for 20 years mm-hmm. or have recently been made redundant from a job they've had for a long time and they are in that place um of it's a bit of an unknown you know they're sort of stepping out into you know straight onto that you know i talk about that path of all the stones and the potholes you know yeah. they're they're in that place almost immediately and and have had a purpose which has been to to, to raise children to or you know and uh to be whatever the job was that they were doing before um and, and are now in that place, they don't know what their purpose is, or they mm-hmm. do. There's a part of them that does always. There's always a part of us that knows, but it's, it's sort of, it's, it needs uncovering again. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that just re sort of revisiting it and, and looking at 
you know, what's really, uh, what really, what do they really want to do? You know, what do they, what do they want in their life? And once you can get that clarity um, on what, what really lights you up, what really excites you, what, what do you want your life to look like and to imagine that, then really that is, I think purpose comes into play. You know, it's, it's a bigger, I think purpose is, can sound a bit big, I think, when, you know, sometimes I, I speak to clients and I've found that difficult, is um, <clears throat> thinking about things that life purpose, that feels so enormous. Yeah. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't, it's just what is, whatever is, whatever is fulfilling for you, whatever it is that means that when you wake up every day, you, you, you feel happy that mm -hmm. you you know that that you're not waking up feeling self-doubt or fear or that you're you know that that um that dread of going into work you know and that purpose is 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 that getting up and actually having a knowing where you're going every day yeah you know and and i know um i don't know if you've heard of simon senek he has um a book oh he, he's done a few things he's got several books he's got courses all sorts of things his is around the, the why what's your why so you could call it um, life purpose i've sometimes called it mission statement it's mm -hmm. almost like it's who you are not what you do um and it's I like uh, that. yeah so and and i think it's just finding the right words for someone you know them finding their own sorry somebody finding their own words for it because sometimes life purpose can just feel too enormous um, yeah. I and, mean, and unachievable you know so absolutely and do you know what i think it's you're exactly right about taking the pressure off and i think that happens you know when you spoke earlier about the different transitions in your life like mm -hmm. a lot of you know young people today who are feeling as though they need to decide what their lifelong career is going to be before they go to university yeah. so to make sure they get you know the right degree that suits that that's an incredibly difficult um, decision to make mm -hmm. yeah so i mm -hmm. i really like that the mission statement i think i think you're right life life is it, it's about it's all it's almost project based isn't it it's mm -hmm. it's what needs to happen now what do i want to do now like mm -hmm. um for example when it's always a, a much more difficult decision when so something simple like deciding what to have for dinner. Sometimes you open the fridge and you say, this is what I have. So therefore these are the kind of things that I can make with it. But then all of a sudden, when it gets to the point where you can get a takeaway uh, mm. and, and the area that I live in, for example, there are a lot of options mm. and all of a sudden it becomes quite overwhelming. And I think that that's really key, especially with the transition you're talking about is almost every step of someone's life until that point is who do I need to be within this? Who do I need to be as a student or at the beginning of my career as a parent to buy my own house mm. as a grandparent or maybe and then at this point it's like well who do i want to be now that i've been given that space so i can imagine that is quite yeah, quite a scary sort of, place and i love it because it's it's taking uh control of of your desk your destination isn't it, it yeah. it's it's being um it's, it's having the power mm -hmm. given or taking the power back so i think of whatever stage in your your life or career journey it, it is about making choices um informed choices and being choiceful you know um and, and sort of not that sort of so i'm so so i love a metaphor so i was so everything <laughs> works in metaphors but, but you know that sort of just it's that sort of being dragged along or do you want to sort of walk yourself yeah you know? yeah yeah uh, and it's that you know it is very much that um 
yeah, being able to um, kind of, it's almost like putting a stake in the ground, isn't it? And saying, this is who I am. This is who I want to be. Mm-hmm. And, and and to get to this place, this is, this is who I have to be, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's such a great question that you just, you just said, you know, like, who do I, who do I need to be? Um, that's, mm-hmm. I bet, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure with your clients, that's a really powerful question. Yeah. I mean, it, it is actually a lot of the time um, mm. because I, I think it's, I think as coaches, we, we, we ask the questions that people ask themselves subconsciously. And as soon mm-hmm. as they hear it aloud, they, they, they think differently about, about the answer, you know, like mm. there are so many things that we, we say on a, on a, on a, on a day-to-day basis. And, and, you know, going back to what we said, we don't understand the impact of, of what we're saying. Um, or, or like, for example, a lot of, um, actually one of the things that, that, that uh, you were saying at, um, in on the on the video was that you were saying about uh one of your clients who who actually felt like they weren't they, that they weren't very clever uh, and where that came from and even though we might not say that aloud by internalizing those feelings yeah, yeah. we believe them and mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting one of the things that i absolutely love to do with my clients is they'll say to me oh, i want to be more confident i want to be you know happier i want to be mm. more successful so i'll ask them the definition of confidence Mm. And they find it very, very difficult to answer. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right that people become comfortable in a in a in a narrative that puts them down mm. um so that they don't have to step outside of their comfort zone because they're fearful of of what that yeah. may be or may yeah. be like. Yeah. Um yeah. But I one thing that. I will say is um, you know, you are you what I think is great is you you speak with such excitement about this time that uh, that mm. a lot of people will find quite scary uh, and and you speak with such passion Mm. what what was it for you that made you decide right this is what I want to coach I want to be here yeah interesting it's um so I I you know and we all have those internal narratives I mean Mm -hmm. when I was at when I was 16 doing O levels because I'm far older uh but I remember my careers teacher saying to me oh um you won't be anything other than a secretary that's that's your path that's hard to hear yeah. and it's hard to hear um and you go oh okay you know you're 16 and you sort of you know you know you know it all mm. um but but that stuck that stuck for yeah. a long long time uh it was only when I um went to university and I went to university a little bit later than than everybody you know that you wouldn't the normal age of going but I um and then I was mixing around other people and I, and I started to believe that I was more, and, and there's nothing that a secretarial role is, you know, I have no issue. It was, I think it was just the, the limiting belief that I then yeah. had around my potential, my, my career potential. Uh, and slowly uh, through, you know, coaching and, and, and through, um, I think just bit talking to others and doing, you know, going to university and meeting other people and, and sort of growing my network, I began to believe that I could, I could achieve more, but how I actually came to coaching and, and, and I guess life purpose really could, because I feel this is my purpose. Mm. Um, you know, I, um, I had a, a sort of, I guess a career transition in my early, early fifties, which is late. Um, and you know, f- when a lot of people I coach in their fifties think that there is no opportunity. Once you're 50, that's it. That's the end of your life. You know, no one, no one's going to employ you. Um, 
but I, I'd found myself at a crossroads in my career. I was, I was hitting a, this milestone birthday and I, and I wasn't happy. I, I wanted my work life to be different and I wanted more balance and I just wanted something different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was afraid to make that change because um, I'd worked for the same company for 11 and a half years. And I felt, and in my head, my, my limiting belief was, no one else will want me. I won't be able to find anything. I'm too old to move. You know, there was a ton of a ton of stuff in there. Um, so I um, I went. Uh, I, I saw an article actually by somebody who um, this lady or businesswoman called Judy Rich, who is uh, she owned a company called Long Tall Sally. If anyone's ever heard of them, uh, they don't exist now. She sold the company, but she retrained as a as a coach, and she did that through this organisation called Coactive. Um, coaching and I uh, was really intrigued by this article and I thought wow and she's she was older than me and I thought well she's done it why couldn't I do that Mm -hmm. this sounds really interesting and I went and did the coach training and initially I say hated it it was all of those things we talked about it was so uncomfortable it was so uncomfortable it was bringing up things that I had not dealt with (laughs) never you know never talked about and it was an incredibly emotional journey um but at the end of it i i really saw the power of of coaching for people for myself and for others on my training and i thought yeah i'd really want to do something with this i didn't do anything with it for a year and i was in my job i was really unhappy I ended up taking time out with, with stress and anxiety just because I just really, you know, there were so many emotions around feeling, you know, not relevant. I, I lost my confidence. It meant mm. that I was sort of making mistakes. So I felt like I was making mistakes. So I just really, you know, was not in a good place. And I, I, um, I, I saw, you know, worked with a coach. Um, I had some CBT therapy uh, and I left the company. And I decided at that point that that was what I wanted to do. That was my, I knew, I knew that was my purpose. Um, and then so, so kind of 2020, obviously COVID pandemic, um, I decided I would start a business, which didn't Perfect go time. amazingly well. <laughs> it didn't go amazingly well. But what I would say, what I took from that experience was I learned who I was. You know, yeah. I learned who I was as a coach. I learned who I was as a person. Um, I got to know lots of people. I spoke to lots of other business people, other coaches, networking. You know, there was just so much in in there that was mm-hmm. was great. And it and I was fortunate that I was able to take that year out and have that space to to do that. Um, so that that was kind of my that was sort of my journey. This is why I, I find it so people are so fascinating and, and, and I'm really passionate about helping people in, you know, in their, in later phases of their working life to find, to shift into more meaningful, fulfilling, um, an enjoyable career, you know, that, that's, that is fulfilling and, and yeah, it doesn't have to be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's sort of whatever that next adventure is, is helping them, helping them realize that. Absolutely. So I wanted to uh, pick up one thing you said about limiting beliefs, mm. um, you know, and, and actually something that I that I noticed that you'd said um, previous to the call, but uh, when you're talking about f- people reaching their full potential, which mm. I love. Mm. Um, now, obviously, limiting beliefs affect what you believe to be your full potential. So what 
what would you say if somebody let's say there's someone listening to this right now who has a huge limiting belief Mm. that means that they believe their full potential is so much lower than it actually is Mm. how do they recognize that actually they are more than what they believe themselves to be Mm. yeah my first answer is coaching yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely Uh, but if you're doing that self-work you know and uh, is um yeah is to I guess yeah I I mean take a look at this the the personal development books Yeah, yeah that's a place to to look um and um yeah, I do. Actually, I have a confidence challenge. Uh, and, and it's exactly that. It's it's working through um, sort of confidence boosters. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you've got limiting beliefs, it's looking at where, where are you limiting yourself? You know, what is, and I think that's the first question is, where are you limiting yourself? Now, that's a hard question to answer. And I, and, and, and clients, often when I've asked that question they're like oh I don't know and then we work through that to find, uh, it. Yeah. to find it because sometimes it's they there is a part of them that knows mm-hmm. but there's also a part of them that doesn't want to scrape that surface absolutely yeah. because it's uncomfortable yeah um but I think yeah I'm not really answering your question I don't think but it there's I, a sort no, of yeah but I think it's yeah. It's it's really about um yeah it is it is where are you limiting yourself, um, and 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 start to acknowledge start to listen when you hear yourself because often there'll be behind that there's a there's a voice mm-hmm. uh, that that that's you know, telling you something so it, you know for some client my clients might be I'm too old or I'm not. Uh, you know, for somebody else, it might be, I'm not clever enough, yeah. you know, for somebody else it's, oh, I don't have, uh, you know, I don't have the right grades um, out of university for somebody else. It's like, oh, I, you know, I, um, I'm too young. I've got nothing to say, you know, this, there's all these really, you know, older people, more experienced. I've got nothing to say, you know, there's all, there's always something in there. Uh, and it's to start to listen out for it. And, I often say, ask clients to write it down when they hear the voice is, is make a quick note of it. Yeah. And, and, and every time you hear it is to write down when you heard it, where, what was the situation you were in, mm-hmm. where that voice popped up um, and just keep a, keep a journal of that for a week. Uh, and just to start to see, because once you see things written down, it looks very different from when it's in your in your head. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, writing things down is is such a good way because you're you're right. It is that internal dialogue, isn't it? And mm. there there is more than one voice in there. There's there's the one that's saying you're not good enough, or the one to say I'm going to quote Marianne Williamson, but for somebody to say uh, who am I to be brilliant is one voice, and then the other one saying well who are you not to be? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's mm-hmm. it's let's give yourself. Uh, a, a chance just to, to explore what you could be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I find actually with a lot of clients, and I'm not sure if, uh, if if you've got the same, but I would love to hear it if you do. A lot of the time, people are safe behind their limiting beliefs. They don't want to understand their full potential in case it mm-hmm. disappoints them. Yeah. Have you ever come across that at all? Yeah, absolutely. Because again, we talk about, you know, comfort zone. Yeah. You know, uh, and there's a brilliant book, uh, The Big Leap. Um, by somebody called Gay Hendricks. I don't, I, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but he talks about exactly that. Um, when you're in your comfort zone, it's it's easier to mm-hmm. be there. So, yeah. yeah, that fear 
um, is it feel the fear and do it anyway? And do it anyway, you know, yeah. There is that sort of sense of, um, uh, yeah, being able to step outside of that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I think the good thing to notice is regardless of of whether the, the, the full potential isn't what you expected it to be, you're going to be so much closer towards it or closer to it then you would yeah. be otherwise by hiding behind. What is it they say? Reach for the uh, reach for the moon, and if you if you miss, you fall among yeah. the stars. That, yeah. I love that yeah. quote because no, I like that. It's so true. It's just you know, just whatever it is, give yourself permission to go for it, and and get yourself a coach yeah. who's going to help you, help yeah. you to understand a, a pathway that's going to help you to get there. But also, it's not going to judge you if things don't go to plan, and if if things no. start to get a bit scary. You know, I think yeah, what's great is that as you were saying, you understand the situation. You've been there. You've and you've been through it, and you know what it's like firsthand and I think mm. having a coach or a, a mentor who who knows what you're talking about who knows what it's like mm. even just having that just just simply having somebody with, on your side or <clears throat> excuse me in in your corner who understands I think a lot of the time will f- allow people to to feel that they can go for something more mm. I think mm. yeah yeah, and actually, I love what you said. And it just reminded me that, and I love this question. This question is always so powerful. Is like, who are you when you give yourself full permission? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's That's a, a great it's question. A fab question. Yeah, uh, hard to answer sometimes, but it's a great question to ask yourself because we all have, you know, we we can all reach our full potential. Yeah, you know, everybody. Uh, everybody has the capacity for greatness Absolutely. yeah and whatever that greatness looks for you looks like for you it's not great you know it's not greatness like a broad brush it's yeah. what does that look like for you yeah um, uh yeah Do you know i've been watching this uh, this brilliant tv series recently that i think i think it's been around for quite some time but i've only just come across mm. it it's called transparent have you have you seen it at all no, no. fantastic so one of the things and it's um it's a it's a transition in in you know kind of i think late 50s early 60s um but he's a the father of a family um decides that he identifies as she for, mm-hmm. and, and that's something that that they felt for a long long time and what and what there's one thing that was said that i thought that is brilliantly written and it's uh the daughter says so is uh when when the father is is, is dressed in, in in women's clothes and, and the daughter says are you going to be dressing up as a woman from now on? And the father laughs and says, no, I've been dressing up as a man my whole life. Mm. And that for me is so, because, and, and I think that if we, if we use that metaphorically in terms of what we're talking about career mm. transition or mm. allowing somebody to just be themselves, a lot of the time the worry is, well, what are other people going to think of me when I suddenly yeah. am not what they expect me to be? Yeah. And I think there may be some turbulence at the beginning, but, once once you give yourself permission to say this is who i am the confidence mm. that you gained because of it mm. and yeah. and the life that you're going to live people are going to have nothing but respect and admiration for you in my opinion mm. no, i love that yeah mm. i love it i love it and i love that tur- the turbulence because i think it's everything that we've just talked about is that when you are when you start to you know when you start to scrape that surface there's going to be turbulence mm-hmm. you know because it just is because yeah, yeah we, we, we've up until that point we you, you've not sort of done those dives into to into it so there's always going to be turbulence yeah but in the longer term 
it's you know you you've you've set yourself up for success yeah you know you've you've given yourself permission to be who you are and then once you know who you are once you've got that clarity and focus it will give you that direction uh, and that will feel so much easier there's less sort of friction isn't there so, yeah definitely yeah. yeah well i'd love to talk about this forever but obviously i'm i'm very very aware of time one thing i did want to say cuz and we 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 mentioned it before i think we've got one of the three but what are the three books that you Ooh, would recommend okay. people yeah yeah so transitions is a is a great one um it, it covers everything from you know work work relationship um you know death it is it, mm-hmm. is everything it's any kind of transition it's great um i would say another book that i love which comes from um my coach training which is the coactive leadership five ways to lead uh yeah. and it's not about being you know there's being there's leading and being a leader um we all lead we all, and and it talks about the five different ways i uh, particularly i i love that you know leading from the front and that's how i most people think of a leader but there are other types of leadership as well. So there's leading from behind mm-hmm. and that's being the support, uh, you know, so for example, I'll give you an example is in, in our coach training view, um, you have the leaders at the front who are, are uh, actually delivering the training, but they have assistants in, in the class who make everything happen, who, uh, you know, not just take the register, but get involved in the, in the workshops who, who are doing a ton of stuff. So they're also, le- you know, they're leading but mm-hmm. from behind. There's leader from side so if you have the two leaders at the front who are delivering the training there's sometimes the two leaders so it's about leading beside um and and there's others as well but i i i love this book that's by karen and henry kimsey house who were the founders of the coactive training brilliant um and i think another one which is a good one is taming your gremlin by rick carson and that yeah that one is all about um uh limiting beliefs um uh-huh. and um you know exploring our inner conflicts um and a lot of what uh, what he talks about in this book it's quite it's, it's a really easy book um to, to to get through as well he actually talks about you give your gremlins you give them a personality you know an avatar almost mm-hmm. um because actually then when you can visualize them you can put them outside of yourself they don't feel they don't look quite so scary um and and then you can you can sort of um you can sort of minim yeah minimalize them you know they they can they can be made much smaller because Mm -hmm. you've 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 found who they are and they're no longer hiding um so it's a great it's a great book it's uh, it it says chris taming your gremlin a surprisingly simple method for getting out of your own way I like that. That's a, a really yeah. sort of catchy title and, and little phrase for it. Mm. That's brilliant. So I think that's, yeah, is that my, that was my. That's your three. Thank you so that's much. That's my three. There's yeah. lots of others, but they're the three that I often will um, share with clients. Brilliant. Okay. Claire, thank you so much. Where where can we find you? Oh, where can you find me? I have a, a website, um, which is www.clairemckenziecoaching.co.uk. Uh, you'll find me on LinkedIn uh and to a lesser extent you'll find me on instagram under claire, claire mckenzie coaching fantastic we'll we'll link all of that in the uh, in the description too so for anyone who does want to see anything more of claire please do go to those uh those links that will be below or as you just heard there but claire thank you so much for coming on i do really really appreciate it thank oh you. amazing yeah thank you for inviting me i've really enjoyed it no problem at all all right take care